on today's episode <laughs> stop on today's episode i am really excited because i have my little cousin with me but i consider her my little sister if you've ever heard me say oh my little sister my little sister my little sister it's it's her i'm talking about her this ugly hair that's sitting next to me i don't actually of course have a little sister but god knew what he was doing when he blessed me with her um we just we're so alike but i think it's a good thing that we didn't grow up together because i probably probably hurt you we probably hurt each other yeah yeah so you want to go ahead and introduce yourself so thank you for a beautiful introduction (laughs) so hi my name is desi i'm 16 years old i'm a junior in high school and i'm just excited to be here you know ask some questions hear my voice hear myself talk oh my goodness what in the (laughs) world (laughs) anyways so um Stessie's in town and I just was like you know what let's do an episode and I couldn't figure out like what we would do our episode on but somehow somewhere we got on the topic of college and you were like let me just ask you some college questions so I was like go at it I don't know any of these questions, um, so I'm not prepared in advance. Yep. But I think that's what <laughs> makes the podcast so real and authentic. So anything that I say will be like straight off the dome. You ready? Yeah. All right. All right. My first question. I'm asking these questions because, you know, I'm going to be a senior next year and I'm going to go to college next year. So. I want to be prepared. Even though you're going to answer these questions, I'm going to make the mistakes. Yeah. A lot of mistakes. And I feel like I'm not going to listen to you, but I am. Right. But like I was saying earlier, we're humans. We're always going to make these mistakes. So I'm just, I just want to see it from your perspective. Yeah. So, all right. My first question was, what made you want to go to USF? Yeah, you was about to say you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she asked me earlier. Oh, did you go to UF? Did you go to UCF? I'm like, girl, USF. I went to the illustrious University of South Florida. Go Bulls. Uh, yeah, go uh, Bulls. Um, and honestly, it's because Sunsun went. Uh, Sunsun is our older cousin, Sandra. And she went to USF many years ago. Not to age her. I'm sorry. But she went to to USF. Um, And so I remember there were times when the family would like take like a little road trip and go visit her while she was up there. And also the two times she graduated from USF, I just remember being on campus um, and just loving Tampa as a whole. And so when I graduated from high school, like I had my mind made up. I was like, I'm going to USF. Like even if I don't get accepted anywhere else, I'm going to USF. I had other options like I don't know if I told you, like, I wanted to go to Howard at some point. Okay. Um, But <laughs> my grades weren't Howard approved. Like, they weren't where they were supposed to be, I guess. Like, I think I also always doubted my ability to go to, like, just these well-known schools. Because I'm, I didn't feel like I was that smart. I feel like I was just doing the bare minimum to get by. Like, average? Yeah very much average but i graduated magna cum laude of my class i mean you did a good decision not to slander howard or anything but <laughs> you dodged the bullet um 
Okay, did you miss home when you moved? Like, did you feel, like, really homesick that you wanted to go back? No. Oh. <laughs> I know, and that's so bad. Like, it's when not. I left, so I don't know if many of you know this, but I went to Miami-Dade first, and I didn't go to Miami-Dade first by choice. I actually got denied to USF. When I first applied, mm-hmm. it was like, nah, sis, go to your community college. I was like, oh, okay. Set you straight. Set me straight. Um, and so I went to you, um, I went to Miami-Dade for two years, to, got my associate's degree, and then um, after that I moved to uh, Tampa to go to USF. And so by then I was ready to go, I was ready to go high school. So you better believe when I had the opportunity to leave, I was out there. And no, I did not even look back, not once. Damn, for real? No, there were times when I like struggled Yeah. up there. I remember a season, I don't know if any of your questions are going to be based around this, but I remember a point in time where, yeah, so you want me to save it or I can just knock it out? You can just just knock it out. Okay. There was this point in time where I was working um, and my rent was the same amount of money I got paid every two weeks. So, for example, by then I can say this, I can say how much I got paid because... I've been blessed. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I got paid maybe like $580 every two weeks. My rent was like 560 something. Oh. And so I was literally living paycheck by paycheck because not only did I have my rent, mm-hmm. and that like could change because I was living in like student housing, so I lived with like three other people. And so if somebody run ran the dishwasher that week, or if somebody like washed clothes every single day that week, guess who the rent is getting split by? All of us. It's not even just that one person having to pay their difference. Everybody mm-hmm. has to pay mm-hmm. for that increase. And so, yeah, there were seasons when I was struggling and literally living paycheck by paycheck. And I never really even knew how to manage my money. So it made it even worse. So I was I was a constant, I'm going to eat out person. And you can't eat out all the time when you live paycheck by paycheck. But the times that I did struggle, the times when I didn't have anything to eat, I surely did not tell my mom. Because I knew my mom was going to be on the, she was going to drive right up there and bring me back down. And I did not want her to worry about me. And because I just knew the season I was in wasn't going to be for long. And so I like pushed through that. But even during that whole time, I never um, looked back in the sense like I wanted to come back home. I knew that Tampa was where I would need it to be. It's where I felt like I had direction from God to be. And I felt peace even in the moments of like struggle. All right. <laughs> so you transfer your sophomore year or freshman year? Because um, you said something about student housing. I thought like dorms freshmen had to stay in dorms so i transferred my junior year so starting my junior year so yes um at most colleges universities you freshmen do have to stay on the dorm depending on the university or the college it's freshmen and sophomores have to stay on campus but because i was already a transfer student they couldn't force me by then i'm grown you know like what you gonna tell me to stay where yeah yeah i'm like two more years here i don't i mean granted 
I think I really appreciated that I was able to stay in student housing, like like student apartments, mm-hmm. because I was able to meet my lifelong friend, Michelle, lifelong friend, Maya. Like, I was able to meet people that I could, like, you know, like they say that you meet some of your best friends in college, like people that you will talk to for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's true. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed, like, staying there. But you don't have to when you are a junior or a senior. Okay. So, speaking of friends, how did you make friends transferring your junior year? Since, like, you know, freshmen usually form their friend group on, like, the first week. So, how 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 was that for you? Oh, my God. It was rough. I literally left every friend I knew back here in Miami. And so I essentially started over. All the only people I knew was Sunshine. Like all I knew was Sandra and Otis. So mm-hmm. I literally, I remember when I did drive up there. Like on my way up there, I prayed and I was like, God, I need you to give me good friends. I need you to give me a sound group of people that I can count on. Like I didn't want just anybody in my friend group. I needed people that was gonna support me. Mm-hmm. I needed people that was gonna have my back. Like encouragement that they were also chasing their own dreams so my very first friend like legitimate friend at usf is erica oh yes i love you erica if you ever listen to this she is my she was my first official friend and i mean i met her in class so one of the things that i learned from somebody and i think i said this to you like when you were starting your new school in jacksonville like Mm -hmm make friends with at least two people in every class yeah and you don't have to be buddy buddy but just like someone like if you miss a class you can go get like notes from and that's basically how that started and i mean our friendship of course carried on from there and we're still friends to this day and i'm sure we'll be friends for many many years to come god willing (laughs) oh and also of course like my student housing Mm -hmm. i met michelle and maya and then Michelle introduced me to her friends. Maya introduced me to her friends. And then, like, just... It got bigger. It got much. bigger. And then work. I met Bianca at work. Mm. My best friend. Um, so it was, like, it, it... I don't know. Like, I was very shy before I moved. But then, like, because I knew, like, I essentially up here alone, like, I need people I can run to. I can support. Like, not I can support, but... I can lean on for support Mm -hmm. in the event that something happens to me. Like I didn't want to be so closed off because Sandra and Otis like lived like 30 minutes away from where I was living. It's like, if I had an emergency, they have a child, they're not going to like leave their beds, you know, in the middle at like 3am trying to come for me. At least I know like one of my friends in college, but they're probably up and they'll be more dependable at that time. Okay. Yeah. Well, a little story time on how you met your best friend. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like it's it's really cute how friendship starts. And they're, like, all unique. Because I know how I start my friendships. They're always weird, you know? Yeah. I, I never had a cute story. It's either I was bullying somebody and we started joking. Not oh. not bullying, bullying. Okay, are you that type of student? <laughs> what in the world? We were, like, insulting <laughs> each other. And then we just became friends. And we're still friends to this day. So, okay. How'd you meet your best friend? So I met Bianca 
at um, Peds, Peds Associates. We work. We both worked for Pediatric Associates um, of Tampa Bay, and we literally started like a month from each other. So I had started at that posi- at that location, um, and then she started the month after me. And so I was getting used to the new location. I've worked for Peds before, but at a different location. But she had she also worked for Peds at a different location. So we both kind of went in like knowing like the ropes, knowing how to communicate with patients, knowing like how to like just do the basics to get by. But it was still new for the both of us because she had moved down from Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. She moved down from Jacksonville to work there and I was moving up. So it was just really nice to like, we just got to know each other. Like you become friendly and um, when you're at work for a majority of the time, we had the same schedule as well, I think. Maybe. We probably so did not have the, it was. We, I don't think we had the same schedule in the beginning, but at some point in time our schedule changed. Mm-hmm. But throughout that time, whenever we did interact, it was positive. It was cool. And then. You know, somebody at some point in time says, hey, do you want to come out to eat with me for lunch? And then lunch becomes, let's get our nails done. And the nails become, oh, I'm getting a house. Do you want to come to my house where we party? <laughs> yeah. And then before you know it, you're in a full, full-blown full friendship. But it's not something that's toxic. And it's something that's light and friendly. And this person has your back. And, you know, they show that they prove themselves faithful. And that's basically how it happened. Aw, yeah. that's so cute. <laughs> okay, so, you know, with, like, college and stuff, you're, like, introduced to new things all the time because, you are you know, you're sheltered in high school. So mm-hmm. you're not really used to the real world. Mm-hmm. So my question was, did you ever do something you'd never think you'd do and didn't regret it? Ooh, that's a good question. I can't even think about that. Oh, there's a lot. Ooh, hmm. That's a that's a full question. I don't even think I ever thought that through. If there's anything that I've done that I didn't think I would do that I won't re- that I wouldn't regret. Honestly, at some point in time I joined a club called Club Creole. Mm-hmm. In my head I always had the mi- mindset I was going to do it, but I never did it cuz I was shy. Okay. And then finally, at some point in time, I did it. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not even it. So that was one. Like, I was proud of myself that I put, pushed myself out there to try something new with, like, completely new people. Yeah. Um. But actually, the biggest thing I would have to say, I did it, and I never thought I would do it, was um, actually the school was having, like, a showcase. And so I don't know what – I think it was, like, a um, – it was something Club Creole related. Um, so there's tons of people in the auditorium and they had a pageant. I think it was a pageant. And they, at the end of it there, or just like, I think it was like a halftime something. Like it was just something that to kind of pass the time. They were saying, hey, does um, anybody that feels that you look cute today come up on stage? Oh, snap. And <laughs> model. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I was with, I was with a guy. Mm. And, <laughs> and he was like, you go up there. I think you look amazing. You go do that. And I don't know where my sense of confidence was. I guess it was just, he was boosting me up. Like, mm-hmm. he made me feel good about myself. And I was looking at myself I was like, I do look good. Okay. So I went up on the stage in front of 
hundreds of people and modeled by yourself by myself um no there were of course other women there but Mm -hmm. i won second place and the only reason i won second place was because the girl that won first place she was like miss haiti and so she had this long ball gown and she had the crown on and so i'm like it was actually unfair for them to even put us against each other like very and but I felt really good also, even though I won second place, it was fine because people were walking up to me afterwards and they were like, you should have won. Girl, you was the oh, one looking good. Okay. And that really like boosted me up. So that is definitely something that I never thought I would do, mm-hmm. but I'm happy I did it and I'm, I'm, I would do it again. I think if I could do, well, I don't know if this is one of your questions. If I could do college again, yeah, I would stop being so shy and scared about what people are going to think about me. Like if I want to have a certain experience, like I just don't want to think about, Oh, how is, how is this person going to feel? Like Erica, the one, the girl, the young lady that I told you was my first friend. She did uh, a Miss Africa pageant. Um, And although she didn't win, she, she did amazing. And she did something that I never built up the courage to do. And so I think college is the time for experimenting and trying new things and stepping outside of your box. And you can say, okay, I like this. Oh, I don't like this. I'm never doing this again. But at least you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you think that you found, like, part of your identity when you went to college? Yes. So, okay, tell me about that. Apart from, like, the confidence thing, yeah. what else did you learn about yourself that you never knew? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I didn't know I was religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know I was religious. I didn't even know I was judgmental. You know what's crazy? What? Is that people are always saying, like, when you go to college, there's always going to be bad influences. And, like, People who, like, grew up in church, they're going to grow apart from me. And what you're saying that you didn't realize you were religious is just crazy to me. Yeah, no. I didn't realize just I was religious. I didn't realize I was judgmental. And if anything, I don't feel like my relationship got apart from God. If anything, I felt like I got closer to him in a different way. Now I wasn't, it wasn't about the skirts I was wearing that made me feel like I was close to God. It wasn't mm-hmm. about the jewelry that I wasn't wearing that I was wearing it like it had nothing to do with the exterior and everything to do with the interior. Now I was looking at other people like human beings Mm -hmm. and not like they were bound for hell. Like I felt like some way, somehow growing up, it was kind of like put in my mind to view people that way. Even if it wasn't with intentionality, it just happened. Um, And so, yeah, I think I finally saw people for people and I finally saw myself as a human being. And not like someone that had it all together. I think I also even just, I had a superior complex. Like I felt in some way, I think that I felt like I was better than any, than everybody because I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. And I'm wearing this skirt, but that's not it. I feel like At I all. saw a different version of myself in college because mm-hmm. I was experimenting. I was trying new things and was everything christian quote unquote no no (laughs) no um but i don't regret any of it because it helped solidify the relationship i had in christ and it helped solidify like who i was that didn't have anything to do with oh because i'm in church i won't do this it's like no because i love god i won't do this 
it changed. Yeah. yeah. So you weren't bound to the church anymore. You were just with God. I was with God. I was just living my life. Yeah. Living my life, making mistakes for sure. Um, hoping that I learned from them, that I didn't have to repeat them. But yeah, definitely. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'm gonna ask you about like advice, but like it's in the form of a question. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> so okay. Back to our friendships topic, right? Mm-hmm. How did you know which friendships to keep or to end? Ooh. Well, look at I'm you. I'm hitting you. Oh, okay. Ooh, which friendships to keep, which friendships to end? It's actually really easy. Um, There's this verse in the Bible that says iron sharpens iron. Okay. And so what that basically means, I don't know if you've ever, like, seen those, like, Gordon Ramsay on, like, have you seen Gordon Ramsay, like, when he cooks and he, like, sharpens his knife? Or oh, just yeah, yeah, any yeah. chef when they sharpen their knife? Mm-hmm. They do it yeah, sometimes be. with another knife to make it sharper. Yeah. And so if me knowing what friendships to keep and what friendships to let go of was, is this friendship producing fruit also? Like, am I able to grow in this area? Is this person able to call me out and for me to learn from these things, but they're not coming to attack me? Um, I don't know. Like it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's like, if it's healthy, keep it. But if it's toxic, drop it. And you'll know it's toxic because you're not growing in any way. They're not helping you become a better you. Um, they're, they're stagnant in their life. They are dragging their feet. They're jealous of you. They're envious of you. Um, they talk about you behind your back mm-hmm. and they like you tell them good news and then they, um, like they like, oh, that they'll either shut you down or they'll, they won't even congratulate you. Like over the years, it was so interesting telling people good news and hearing their reactions. I learned the, the difference between someone that cared about me for real mm-hmm. and someone that was just like kind of envious like the ones that cared about me they shoot they crying and i'm like wow like you're more excited than me which is always what you want yeah and so you'll know like am i growing is this person um pushing me to my greatest limit do they seem jealous um are they talking about me behind my back do i feel unsettled when I'm around them are they bringing me around the wrong crowd how do they treat the friends that they already had so I would pay attention to all of those things all right yeah (laughs) I think I'm doing good so far you are doing awesome (laughs) okay so this question about like basically when you go out in situations you're uncomfortable and I feel like um this doesn't get talked about a lot Mm-hmm. So, have you ever been in a situation that you were, like, really uncomfortable? And how did you escape it? And what was your thought process, if that ever happened? Oh, man. I can't. I don't think it's ever happened because I can't think of a situation. Mm-hmm. And if it did, I probably suppressed it because it was traumatic, which is what most people do with traumatic experiences. Um, but I think that... If I was in an uncomfortable position, 
it would really matter like where I am and who I'm around and for you even if you have to go to the nearest stranger that is a woman Mm -hmm. or even the nearest stranger that's a man you get their attention and you either slide them a note you whisper in their ear sorry I'm so uncomfortable right now this man has been following excuse me where did I burp <laughs> this man has been following me um, since I walked in here. I need your help. Um, look like someone that they look a little trustworthy. And you, like I said, if you have to go to a female, if you have to tell several people, um, I would say to do that. And of course, you know, always travel with other people. Yeah. Never by yourself. Because, um, you know, you're going to be in college. So at some point in time, you're going to drink. And so even Mm -hmm. being mindful of who it is that you drink around, can you trust the people you drink around? Um, Not letting, being watchful of your drink. I don't know if your mom always tells you this. My mom always tells me this. Like, she's like, oh, Bakite, don't ever leave your plate. Um, If you do, don't come back to it. If you do, don't come back to it. Grab something else. And so the same way with your drinks. Mm -hmm. And even around the people you consider your friends, you act the same way. And it's scary because, you know, I hate when Haitians kind of, like, make you feel like you can't trust nobody. But you can't trust nobody, unfortunately. You have to be very careful. And um, you just never know really, never really know people's heart and, like, their intent for you. And so you just, you have to be careful. I don't, like I said, I don't feel like I've been in a situation where I needed help. Or how how did you phrase that question? Like, how? Okay, how did you escape a situation wait you didn't want to be in for like so you answered the question. You okay. basically answered. <laughs> you basically answered. Okay. Yeah. And like just FYI, you have your own autonomy. If mm-hmm. your friends want to go out and they're like, Stacy come Stacy come with us mm-hmm. and I keep calling you Stacy. Girl, it's okay. Yeah. Stacy. It don't matter. It's the outside people that call me Stacy. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Thank you. Um, But they would be like, oh, come with us. And you're like, I'm not feeling it tonight. Don't have them people force you. If you said no, it's a no. You can go without me because you don't know why you're saying no. You might think you're saying no because you're tired, but it might just ultimately be for your protection. Yeah. So don't have anyone like bamboozle you to going out somewhere if you don't really feel like going don't have anyone pressure you to go somewhere if you don't really feel like going um because it's not worth it if you really tripping and you know like you could have a good time if you did go by Mm -hmm. all means go enjoy yourself but if they're making you feel bad that is when you really put your foot down and be like you know what i'm good thank you okay yeah so you said something about trust right Mm -hmm. and how haitians always tell you not to trust anybody so yeah how did you end up like trusting the people around you like did it take a while or like you just knew you could trust them oh no you have so i have a problem so one of when they i know (laughs) (laughs) but like when they have me have me enter like during interviews and they say like what are your strengths and your weaknesses my weakness is that i trust in the beginning and then if you give me a reason not to trust you i don't trust you ever again that I've changed I've become different um but that's how I was when I was living up there and so I was trusting people 
until they gave me a reason not to trust them. Yeah. But I don't say you go into it like that. I think you should go into it not trusting anyone. And then as time goes on, allow them to show their fruit. Because I feel like people burn you in that way. I haven't had any personal experiences of being burnt in that way but hearing other people's stories about how like they did trust someone and then people just went berserk on them um I wouldn't want that for me I wouldn't want that for you so let time go by let time reveal people's true intentions and hearts for you and that's not only with friendships but it's for relationships too yeah the world is ghetto so yeah you know very trailer perky <laughs> all right so in like the last two statements okay where we're talking about um being somewhere uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you said something about pressure yeah so how did you did you ever encounter being peer pressured or if you did tell me how you dealt with it yeah like if if they said like okay perfect example if everyone around me was um smoking weed mm-hmm. and they'd be like just you know just take a hit like it's fine i'm like no i'm not doing that um but that's like my, my personal autonomy because i just personally don't want to inhale anything other than oxygen yeah that's me you know um and that didn't happen often if anything i pro- probably just happened once um but any other time, it was like, oh, um, we're going to this club. Do you want to go? No, I don't want to go. Oh, like, come on, it'll be fine. You're always home. Like, no, I don't want to go. And so I would just stay firm in my response. I think to myself, if something happens to me, who will I have to answer to? Mama. And so I just like, you know what? No, I'm not going. And you just put your foot down. Who cares how they feel about it afterwards? If you don't want to go, you don't want to go, and that's okay. I always just say, like, you don't pay my, especially, like, in college, it's like, you don't pay my bills. Can't you don't pay fo- my bills. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, don't yeah. put food on my table. You don't put gas in my car. I'm not going. End of story. Next. Hashtag girl boss. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. I got it's right there. I was okay. about to say, girl, like it's there, it's there, it's there. Okay, so friendship. Back to talk. I'm I'm going everywhere, but I have okay. to come back on the title of friendship. Okay. Or just people in general. What what's like a red flag in a person that you noticed that you just stay away from? Like what's your red flags and your green flags? Like ding ding ding. I just well, I like them, ding ding ding. I don't. Um, you get a vibe from someone like um a a green flag would be like, oh, she's sweet, oh, she's well mannered, oh, she has ed- like she's educated the way she speaks, her cadence is real nice, and um she seems genuine. I think I pick up someone's genuinity automatically like that's like the first thing like I kind of run to and I'm like I think I can hang around this person um and then there's some people like 
they have a stink attitude Mm. or their words focus on someone's word and the sense of like i always heard someone say this and i think it's the truth and i try to be mindful of it even with myself when you first meet someone listen to the the first couple of words that they say and how they respond to another person. And so if this person constantly responds negatively, they're a negative person. You probably don't want to be friends with them. But if they respond um, positively or just honestly, mm-hmm. you might want to me- you, you want to you want to mess with that kind of person because you want to mess with people who are going to be honest with you even if you don't like the truth. Yeah. But they're not coming at you to attack you. They're coming at you to bring understanding. Hey, you don't notice this about yourself. I did. Here's something I noticed. Let's talk about it. And if you of course are um an understanding human being, you'll take the time to listen. Um other red flags think that's it like just the person's lifestyle their words what Mm. comes out of their mouth how do they talk about other people how do they talk about even the job how do they talk about their classes i mean everybody can be like oh you know like people can joke around you'll be conscious of like a joke but i don't know i feel like you kind of know you'll know you know you're yeah like you're like so smart i don't like you yeah Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna give you some time to simmer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I like how you're looking at me right now. <laughs> yeah, you'll know. You'll know. Okay, so I think I think you answered all my questions. Oh yeah. I thought you was gonna keep adding to that list, girl. <laughs> no. But my last question before another last one. Oh. It's it's just, just wait, just wait. Okay. <laughs> so you know how like people mostly parents i feel like it's a caribbean parent thing yeah how they're always saying that college you go to college to get a degree and get out Mm -hmm. so is there anything you could tell me like that proves they're wrong because i know just just so what do you mean like um they kind of view college as just like an institution and not as somewhere for you to have fun yeah and they're they see it as like something that's going to change you in a bad way it depends on the person unfortunately Um, a lot of people do go to college and make a fool out of themselves for whatever reason like they either don't complete their education or they get in a mix with a bad group of people and especially if you're going to college away if you're not sure of who you are as a person, other people are going to sway your decisions. Other people are going to make you feel like you should be doing this. And, you you know, you just get in, you get entangled with a bad crew. I know. Well, we can't just use entangled and just <laughs> not be a problem because <laughs> your face. But no, you do. You get intertwined. <laughs> you get intertwined with the wrong kind of people. And so that's what they've heard about. Um, but you prove them wrong. I think that's all it takes is proving them wrong. I feel like my mom, I mean, this is no shade to anybody that's, you know, gone away for college and came back with a child. Personally, it was not my decision. It was not something I was about to do. But my mom really acknowledges that. And 
there's times when she talk talking to people and she's like, you know, thank God, you know, she went to college and she came back, you know, without a kid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you you can't change their mind only because of everything that they've seen. You can only prove to them that you are not like everybody. Yeah. And you can't you can't put their their opinions of college on your back. I mean, you've seen me do it. You've seen Sun do it. Like we've all gone away and made something out of ourselves. And so they're going to have their feelings. Because that's what they know, but it's just up to you to just do different. You can't change hate, you can't change these Haitian parents' minds. Literally, ever. Their minds is made up. You just got to prove to them that you are not what they thought it would be. Like, you are not the, you're not the example. Yeah, like, they put so much, like, they put up a lot of expectations mm-hmm. from you, and then, that's what makes you scared to try new things. Yeah. That's why I've been asking you all these questions because when I go, I want to try new things that I've never done before because, like, like I said, I've always been sheltered. Yeah. So it's not like I've done, I've gone out a mm-hmm. lot. So I just feel like they raise their expectations. And then once you want to try a new thing, you feel bad about it. Because they're just like, oh, my daughter wouldn't do that. My, <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> mm, I'm not sure. But no, I think you should try new things. Even if you end up not liking it, um, you should be careful as to what it is that you're trying oh, yeah. and who it is that you're trying mm-hmm. it with. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can always call me. I like how we get each other. Yes. <laughs> Um, always call me to ask for my advice and just like, you know, if it is, if I did try it, what was my experience yeah. like? <laughs> and <Ooh>. stop. <laughs> stop it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you're making it seem like I was just out here at these streets. <laughs> you're not with you. This is embarrassing. Anyway. Ooh, I'm hot. You make me hot. Okay. Go. Yes. <laughs> Just, of course, call me. Yeah. Call me when... No. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Are you done? Yeah. Are those all, were those all your questions? Well, You yes. said you had one more. Yes. Oh, so basically, um... I mean, not really. I was just going to say you have, like, one... Okay, if you could put a word of advice in, like, one sentence for me. Okay. Can you give it to me? You know, I'm like, you know, a, a super Christian, right? So my word of advice is going to be... God. It's going to be something, it's going to be something, you know, word of Godie. So actually this verse, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. There's going to be many times when your path is going to seem windy. You're going to feel like, I am tired of this stuff. I'm tired of this school. I'm tired of these books. And if one more man makes a little cat call at me, I'm going <laughs> to scream. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> but just really lean on God for everything. Walk with him and he will make every path that seems broken, that seems just unwalkable he'll make it clear he'll make a new one he'll make a new path girl 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guys are like that. Yes. I kind of like him. You, you kind of like him, I think right? he's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a keeper. Yeah. For sure. The only man I need. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> anyway. Girl, are you done with your question? Um, I am, actually. Okay, I see you typing. Like, you and that was the type. I was just looking to make sure I went over my list. Okay. But yeah, that's it. All right. So let me pray. Okay. Gracious God, we just want to tell you thank you for this moment of fellowship. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to hang out with my good girl. I love you, Stace. Thank you, Lord God, for um, all of her questions. And, you know, although she's going to be going away for college as a freshman, technically, you're going to be a sophomore because you did dual enrollment. But there are other people who have similar questions. And who knows if I touched on something that they could relate to. And so I'm asking you to give them guidance and help them to see what it is that you've called them to and make their paths straight. I pray that all of these words will not fall on deaf ears, but instead will be um, marinating in all of our minds on how to choose the right friendships, how to choose the right people to be around, um, experiences to have, places to go. And we thank you. We love you. We trust in you. Not because we deserve anything, but because you're a great God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. You Do you know my slogan? Um, you about to mess it up. Um, no. It's talking about rain. Okay. It doesn't rain always, but it's raining today. So please go stand in the rain. <laughs>